This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique, voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! My beautiful screamers, and welcome to another edition of Scream Queens, the podcast for horror gets gay. This is episode 320, and tonight we've got a lot to celebrate. It's Scream Queens' anniversary, it's the last show of the season. Season 11 is coming to a close. This show's gonna turn 12. I don't know what's going on, I can't do math, but. To celebrate, I'm being joined by Allison Nowacki and Brian Polk to talk about the Shudder-exclusive sci-fi horror bonkers comedy, PG colon Psycho Goreman. But before we go a step further, please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Patrick Walsh, and since 2010, I have been your guide to the weird and wonderful world of horror movies. But, tiny one, you are going to have to see them through my very, very gay little eyes. Hey, a lot has been going on in Scream Queen's headquarters. None of it's good. It's all a bummer. So you know what? We're not going to talk about it now. This is a party episode, and I'm not going to bring the party down. So without any further ado, let's take a listen to the trailer for Psycho Gorman. Bring on Allison Nowacki. Bring on Brian Polk. Get your titties out, because the fun is going to start right now. Many moons ago, a nameless evil was imprisoned in a place far beyond reach. Hurry up! If he were ever to be released, it would spell certain doom for all existence. Is that fear I smell? Your planet will be torn to pieces, and I will treat your screams as I rip. Is this yours? Um, Speak? Oh, my God. The gem of Praxidike. Whoever wields it is able to command me. Go over there. And wait for us to come back in the morning. You will suffer an eternity for this. Bye! Mom, Dad, I want you to meet Psycho Gorman, or PG for short. I will bathe in your blood. Don't worry. Be worried. gonna kill everybody not unless i tell him to what did you three maniacs get up to um this is getting a little weird this sick game must come to an end she will enslave the galaxy into endless servitude kill him cool the ultimate evil has awoken got in town. And his name? Psycho Gorman. It was nice meeting you. It would be nicer if you were dead. Alright, bye.
my beautiful screamers. 12 years ago, on a night much like this one, when the moon was full and the air smelled kind of like day old cheese, but it's still kind of pleasant. It was on a night just like this that Scream Queens first hit the airwaves. I don't normally do the anniversary specials. Normally, I, don't, I, take the, I take July off. It's one of those things I remember afterwards. I'm like, you know, I should probably stop taking July off because I can't do an episode about how great I am. But this year, I remembered to do it. And I said, who do I want sitting next to me on the panel to celebrate this momentous occasion? Who have been fundamental backbone to my weary, aching, back at nothing? Who, who have been with me this whole journey? Who has stood by me? Who have put up with more crap that I could even deal with? Well, unfortunately, my parents couldn't come tonight. So instead, we got these two. Uh, they are the crazy couple from California. He is a ska fanatic and ska podcaster. And, and the other one is, well, she, she defies description. She defies description in the best way possible. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and my GNCs, wherever you may be, please welcome back to the Scream Queen studio. Elsa <sighs> Nowacki brought her ball Like we're mom and dad now, I guess. I don't. I'm so sorry. We 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 are now mom and dad. Oh, now you're mom and dad. Yeah, now we're mom. Okay. And dad. I, I prefer godparents. Yeah, godparents. Yeah, we'll we'll step in, you know, when needed. That was a very nice introduction. We appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Th- thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. This is why I love them. Backhanded compliments all the time. Uh, but since you brought it up, I have to say uh, congratulations. Just the listeners don't know. Uh, you recently had a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then you traded it in for a kitten. Yes. Oh, would you like to see said kitten? That will not help us on an audio podcast, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> he forgets this is an audio podcast because he's actually being a bad little yeah, dude right now. I'm not going to look at my plan. Oh, look at him. He's a bad little dude. Look at him. His name is Truman. And he is a black and white tuxedo kitty. Dr. Truman S. Dinks. Dr. Truman S. Dinks. He's also now officially a podcaster. <laughs> yes. Listen to his podcast, Stinky Bathrooms. One of us. One of us. <laughs> Google gobble. One of us. His podcast, Stinky Bathrooms, is available on iTunes and Spotify. Or wherever you listen. Stitcher. Is Stitcher still a thing? I don't know. I don't podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Was it ever a thing? Was it ever? I don't know. It keeps trying to be there, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares. So I'm very glad that you guys are here. For, and also just because I, I would be thrilled to have you anyway, but I, I was telling Allison and Brian before, and I'm not having a good week. I'm having a very bad week. And I don't know how I'm going to get through the show. And I figure if I'm going to have a show that I'm going to struggle with, I want these two there. So that it can be worse. Because they'll help me through now, and then they'll make fun of me about it six <laughs> months later. <laughs> he wanted to make his day worse. You're, you're a bit of a masochist. So it's like, who can I talk to? Every, well, you know what? It really, it really is the case. I'm like, you know what? But it goes both ways. I'm like, I really want to inflict the pain of this movie on those two because I know she's also going to go back and yell at me about it. It's also, it's all a delicious cycle of, of, of sexiness. I oh, love this movie. She loved this. I don't know why you think I wouldn't love this movie. No, I no, I told you. I made that promise to you a few like, two years ago. I would go <laughs> stop sending you shitty movies. Yes. And you and you have you have held up to your side of the bargain. I'm this awesome. Was wonderful. 
You are. Psycho Gorman. It's a hoot, isn't it? Psycho Gorman. Mm-hmm. Mr. Gorman, if you're nasty. <laughs> I completely loved it. It's great. Um, some of my friends have heard of it before, and they had watched it because yeah. it's. I guess it's a big Shutter movie. Yeah, right when now. we said it's a big Shutter movie. Yeah, it's big. It's big on the Shutter. Yeah, we said we were going to watch it for this podcast, and they're like, "Oh, you're going to love it. You too will love this movie." And I did. I hmm. did. Good, good. Because the reason I picked it for them, and I told them this already, but not specifically why. Uh, okay, well, some generalities, which they're going to do right now, because I have a big joke coming later. I just shimmied really hard, but you can't hear their on their own podcast. <laughs> Big, the brother and sister in this had an Allison and Brian vibe to them. <laughs> I, I can see it. I can see it. it you know, it, I the, mean, the, in the best possible way. I'm like, the way they fight is the way these two fight. <laughs> I, I, at one point, to Brian... Because uh, I've been around them fighting in person. <laughs> I was only with them for three days in Las Vegas and was there for at least nine fights. <laughs> At one point, I turned to Brian and I was like, is this how people see me? <laughs> the answer was yes, but, you know, I had to check in. It wasn't a bad thing. She was awesome. This girl's awesome. <laughs> she was awesome. She was awesome. But she was a little bossy. <laughs> a little bossy. I would say she was really, she just did so much agency and was so, like, fully formed in her own ego and, like, who she was. I thought it was great. Future CEO right there. That's all I have to Even say. Even if it was a little shitty around the edges, I'm going, you're tough as nails, and that's amazing for, for, for a young woman. Boss girl energy right there. Girl boss. Right, we're going to backtrack just a little bit. The movie that we're talking about, as we said, is technically PG, colon, Psycho Gorman. And given it's stream, you know, it's been 12 years. I can't break tradition now. I'm going to need one of you to give me a nice, tight, 30-second, back-to-the-DVD plot summary of Psycho Gorman. I'm going to make Allison do it. The call now! Um, a alien is captured in Earth after he had, like, cut out a whole bunch, like, killed a whole bunch of other galaxies. Um, a little girl and her brother find this captured, uh, murderous alien, but have control of him because they have a gem, which controls everything. So it's kind of like a weird game of Simon Says with this murderous alien and a tiny little girl and her brother, um, saving uh, the planet. Time. Power time. Rangers. <laughs> Power it's Rangers. like Power Rangers. The, the best part of the 90s, the movie. You yes. got Power Rangers, you have you, 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 Calvin Ball, you have so much other like 90s weirdness. You have this villain who's controlled by a gem, you say? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's truly outrageous. <laughs> truly, <laughs> truly, truly, truly outrageous. Truly, truly outrageous. That's, that's some real story synergy Well, at right the there. end of the day, though, we really shouldn't call him the villain. Isn't the real villain ourselves? Aren't, isn't that what this movie teaches us, is that we are the monsters? Just peeling back an onion, guys. If you want to look at it that way. If, if you want to go for the obvious one. Yeah, if you really want to look, isn't, isn't the monster ourselves? Isn't PG really just a hero of our times? Isn't he just a hero? (laughs) Don't be lazy, Brian. Isn't PG just like a hero of our time? Like, I think so. So what what Allison is saying is that she is the monster. (laughs) The monster is she. (laughs) You know, you might you may think I was the little girl, Uh, Mimi, Mimi, but um, I really felt I was more of a PG. You know, walking around naked all the time. naked, ready to kill anything at the drop of a hat, but Looking at the at end... Looking at hunky boys. Lo- loves okay. hunky boys. Well, who doesn't love hunky boys? 
loves hunky boys, and in the end, you know, promises not to kill maybe five people. <laughs> what more can you ask of a person? The rest of the planet is fair game, but your family's fine. They're, they're the awful rest people. of the planet, <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Yeah, I, this movie is a hoot. I, like I said, it came on Shutter, and I figured it was going to be something to turn off in five minutes because I don't like horror comedies. This is so out there. Okay, we're all kind of tired of 80s nostalgia movies where it's boys on bicycles, and it's in the 80s, and it's all yeah. that kind of a vibe. This movie manages to make, like, it's an homage to the certain kind of movie of the 80s that they don't make anymore, like The Last Starfighter, like Big Trouble Little China, these big over-the-top things with minuscule budgets. And it's great. <laughs> it, it, it's, it was totally eighties without being in the eighties. It was so. It was so eighties. It was almost early nineties. Yeah, like, there was a lot of early nineties. I, I felt it, it so. was like it took the best of both decades because I really did get like a Power Rangers. Oh, it's right sequence. there in the soundtrack too. The like, soundtrack yeah. is great. Like I really felt like you know PG was really an homage to like El. What is his name? Alvin Ooze or something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. The Ooze Monster, like. I, I just and and it just kept throwing new things at me. Like every time I thought, okay, then all of a sudden, wait, this, this there's another yeah. there's another alien council with all these other weird like alien creatures. The goofiest the not goofiest. a, not a single situation was resolved the way I thought it would be. Yeah. Like, yes. I don't know where we are. How do we get here? But this is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was amazing. I, I absolutely loved it. It, um, it really reminded me of like early 90s like black and white sci-fi humor comic books. Yeah. Like really like small press stuff but like totally that kind of vibe. Yeah, it's really obscure. you probably never heard of it. Small. Yeah, it's fun. Brian's such a hipster. I'm not actually, and actually, the other thing, my other thing is like Brian will love this movie. Yeah, I just saw this movie. Like, this has a, got Brian written all over it. I'm not a big horror guy. Uh, no, I but did, like I this, 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 yeah. this fits into the Buckaroo Banzai world. So. Yes, I love that movie so much. I know you do. That's why I brought it up, Brian. <laughs> I don't show people that movie because they judge me after they see it. Sometimes I don't think Allison's ever seen it. As a matter of fact, never seen it. I, it's, it's on my list. If she dumps you, I'll marry you, Brian. All right, cool, cool, cool. I got the DVD anytime you want. All right, all right. Well, they are making a TV version of Buffalo. Uh Or or not TV, maybe like online. I think they're supposed to be writing more books. I have the one book. Nobody cares. (laughs) Are you talking about Psycho Gorman? No, No. shut up. (laughs) I also like calling him Psycho Gorman as opposed to Gorman. Gorman, like Mr. Well, that's Gorman? what she called. That's what the girl calls him. She she actually made the distinction when she's when they're when they're when they're tossing around possible names for him. And they had the psycho and the Gorman, and she finally put it together. She's like Psycho Gorman. We call him Psycho Gorman. Your name is Psycho Gorman. Gorman paging Mr. Gorman. Well, it's fun. It just makes me think of my friend from high school, Tom Gorman, who used to call Psycho Gorman all the time. So I'm like, I wrote him at some point. He's like, Did you know there's a movie about you and you walk around naked with Joan Crawford's shoulders? It's very dramatic. <laughs> Yes. Ugh. And like I didn't the 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 alien uh, uh uh creature effects, some of them were stinking amazing and then others were just not and even the ones that were not were played so well. I, I think you've mentioned your favorite is probably one of the worst puppets, but it's amazing. The one that's like the little head with the no the nose the guys in the yeah, yeah. body. He was he was that, my the, uh, the, 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 the the witch finder or something. I forget. Yeah, the one on the council. The one on the council that oh, had like okay. the, the, jar. the jar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, that was great. It worked, though. It, it worked. Really Even the bad ones worked. This is what I said. I think because this uh, movie, 
It was directed and, and written by... What's a funny name for a person, Patrick? Uh, Steven Kostansky. He's a writer, director, uh, special effects guy. Almost everybody who works on this, even the act, the, and also an actor, the, uh, he works with the dad a lot, who's a writer, director, special effects guy. And they've all worked together several times in the past, particularly on this movie they did a few years ago called The Void, which was so incredibly bleak and dark, like this interdimensional thing happening in a hospital. And you just watch the movie going, I have no idea what's going on, but I did this incredible sense of dread the whole time. And I said, I can't wait to see what these guys do next, whether they get a budget. Because the other one, they had a kickstart. And so I was kind of surprised when I saw the special effects being kind of janky. And I said, you know what? This is how this exactly should be. This is exactly mm -hmm. how this should look. Because if you're making fun of 90s and 80s stuff, they would look janky. It, and, and even the janky parts work. Like, it almost felt like they just walked through, like, a, like they got access to, like, a costume creature shop. And they were like, what aren't you using? Oh, I can use it. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you hear those stories all the time, right? Of, like, oh, I just had a friend who worked on something. And they were like, I'm not using it anymore. And I used it in my mm -hmm. movie. Like, it feels like it's all the best pieces of that kind of put yeah, together yeah. for this alien council yeah. and then that the other um alien the other aliens that come down that oh, PG yeah, yeah, think yeah. is going to help him and then they're just like why would we want to save you jerk get out of here yeah. like it's just so good so yeah. good i i love that what you said about the council is great too, but what i enjoyed about it is that you had those decent effects on the council mm -hmm. uh, the makeup effects and it really looks like stern and foreboding and then you have the head in a jar like a brain in a jar <laughs> with eyeballs on him <laughs> Yeah. Which is just, it's to, it's totally comic and it's just yeah. it's just sitting there without apology. It's like hi, I'm almost a part of the council. <laughs> Fair <laughs> me. <laughs> At one point, the the puppet, because I'm assuming that one was a puppet. Yeah. It was, no, it was a real person. It was, it was a, a real, real person's person. brain. Um, at one point, like the the um, ter what, what are they call the Terralax? where the the white the white. Uh, uh, alien, yeah, Pandora. What is her name? Like Pandora, like the Terralax or something was her her species. Her name or whatever. was Pandora. Her name what, is what, what, Pandora, what, 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 but she yeah. is a Telepax or a Terralax. Oh, okay. I forgot that. Wait, was it? Was it? Was it? Wait, were they? Wait, God damn it! It's it's an Earth word. Templar. Templar. Oh, Templar. That's it. That's Templar. Right. That's it. She's a template. A template. Templar. <laughs> and um, she says something really like harsh. And the puppet for the brain in the jar guy just kind of like you see his little mouth kind of like Kermit. <laughs> like Kermit used to yeah, 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 the yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I was like, yes, this is what I want. Like this is his medulla gotta just drop. Boom. Gone. But no, also, it was so good. Since you brought up Pandora, her look is amazing. Yes. Yes. But also crafty. It's crafty. Like it's really well done, crafty, but it, it's it's gorgeous, and it's all about boobs. You don't get actual boobs in the movie, but you get these wonderful plastic boobs. Plastic boobs, and you know, she, and and what I liked actually, I didn't like the boobs the best. I liked her weird eyes with yeah. the the plastic flares the out that came, that came out came of off. the eyes. Yeah. The, you wear your sunglasses go directly into your eyes. Yeah, just. So I, I liked all the designs on everything, and you know the movie even opens up with like a very '80s, early '90s Masters of the Universe oh. kind of open, where it has the oh, scroll yeah. up with the bullshit font. <laughs> yes. Many moons ago, on the distant planet of Gygax, a nameless evil reigned supreme. This ruthless being had amassed power beyond measure 
and was preparing to strike down all that was good and just in the universe. Before he could fulfill his dark destiny, the forces of light banded together, and in their most desperate hour, toppled the Dark One from his throne. He was imprisoned in a place far beyond reach, for if he were ever to be released, it would spell certain doom for all existence. Grygax. This Gygax. is Grygax. And, you know, it has the, the narrator Gygax. reading it. Grygax. <laughs> We're fine. I like Grygax. Grygax. But, like, the, the narrator is reading it. Yeah. And it just felt very like Masters of the Universe to me. Yeah. Which don't get me wrong, Masters of the Universe. I don't think it's a bad movie. I don't think uh, it's He Man. Every I think it's time a Allison, fine movie. Allison has said this, and then we went to watch it one day. We got twenty minutes in the Master of the Universe, and he said, "Ugh, this sucks. I'm turning it off." So don't even say that it's not a bad movie. Yeah. Just remember when she says it to Buckaroo Bonsai, "I'm here for you, Brian." I will admit, it is not a movie for everybody. <laughs> don't break my heart. Don't break my heart like Brian Wolfer did in Las Vegas. <laughs> Oh, Wolfie. What did Wolfie do now? Well, we got married and I had to divorce him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a jerk. Jerk. <laughs> You're too Damn good it, for Brian. him, Patrick. <laughs> I, I, really, I really am. I really am. <laughs> but, like, even from the opening, like, you know exactly what movie you're going to get. It sets no, it you know, but, from well, the it, it does, yeah, but no. It sets the tone, <laughs> it but it doesn't tone. set any of the beats that you're actually going to see. Exactly. It's, it sets the tone, and the rest of the movie just keeps knocking you off that tone. Yes. 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 And then bringing you back to the tone, you're like, okay, I have no idea. Nobody reacts to anything like a normal person. And it's great. Like, most movies, it would be a problem. But for some reason, it just all works here. It's a it feature here. for this movie. Not a because, bug, I mean, yeah. you got, I mean, uh, Psycho Gorman, or Alien, he is, he's the heavy. For him, the stakes are ultimate life and death at all times. Oh, yeah. Except this kid's got this gem that's controlling me, and he spends the whole movie going, what, 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 but just all of a sudden belittled and like, confused by everything. <laughs> I am the most terrifying thing in the universe. Oh, she made me fart. <laughs> I will kill your family. Okay, good night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that, so, so, okay, so let's, let's, let's start, because it's like, there's so much to unravel from this movie, because each beat, like you said, each beat is just like, off the wall crazy. Yeah. Right. So in the scroll, you find out that that guy Gax, the planet guy Gax, like there's this evil monster alien there and he is just ravaging the universe and he's killing everything, like just wiping everything out. He is the ultimate darkness. But there's this council of light. Right. That stopped him and imprisoned him. And if he is ever released again, that would be like the end End of of the the universe. universe. And we're totally good. Look at our wings and look at our look at our boobs. (laughs) <laughs> we're angels we're angels cut to earth yeah with these two kids playing a game they made up called crazy ball yeah. ready set crazy ball A game they made up. A game they made up. How dismissive, Allison. It's the best game ever. It's the game that saves the universe, Allison. <laughs> it is, but they made it up. Like, it's the it's it's the game that you as a kid made up with your yeah. friends yeah. that oh, has yeah. the most I'm, weird, I'm, like, rules, nonsensical. Like, yeah. every kid had that when they yeah. were oh, growing yeah. up. Exactly. And exact, this, it was this scene that made me go, hmm, Allison, my brain. Allison, my brain. <laughs> this like, crazy ball consists of, like, running around like crazy people. Uh, you know, jumping, doing jumping jacks, throwing balls and things like just screaming weird words and like not doing anything together. Just everyone's doing everything individually. I'm going, I part of me 
just that really captures their energy. And the other part, we said, I bet this is what sex was like with them. <laughs> well, there is a butt bonus, so. I <laughs> <laughs> butt bonus. Hi, everybody. This is Patch from the future. Since my crazy ball is Allison and Brian having sex joke didn't land quite the way I wanted it to because Allison was preloaded with her butt bonus joke, I'm going to retread the whole thing. Okay, so let's picture it. It's Las Vegas. I'm there for Brian's birthday. We cut to Allison and Brian's bedroom. You've got your ear to the keyhole, and what you hear is this. Ready, set, get naked. Yay! You're toast, Mimi. Not even close, you dick. I said get naked, Brian. Take those socks off. Oh, my God. Yes, five-point buff bonus. What? All right, four points for me. I'll get you at the switcheroo, crumb scum. Ooh. Just ah, you. Should I go in? Should I go in the room? Buckle up, you little maniac. God, whipping. It's whipping now. An explosion. Switcheroo. Oh, yeah, right in the butt. And that's sex with Allison and Brian. Back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Brian is literally off. <laughs> Off his right a dick sandwich, <laughs> I was I was teed up for that joke. I, I was uh... waiting for a butt bonus joke. Um, I was ready for it. I was ready. I'm um, sorry. If you only got a five point butt bonus, you're buying it now that you're not doing it right. You're just not doing it right. But it really does set up the dynamic of these these two kids who you find out are brother and sister. Um, Mimi is very competitive. She's Type A personality needs to be in charge, needs to win, and if she wins, she's gonna let you know she won. I'm sorry, she doesn't need to be in charge. She, she is, is in charge. She just is. She just is. There's no off button for Mimi. Yeah, yeah she she oh, just yeah. oozes Type A personality, and then there's her brother, uh, Luke. Luke. Right. See, I played that up because it yeah, becomes yeah. a point in the movie. <laughs> um, Luke, who is much more the Type B yeah, type personality, back, more like, laid back. Yeah. Along for the ride, yeah. right? Uh, he's bad. Uh, to be fair, he's battered. It doesn't matter, okay? You need to take it easy on your brother. He won't want to play with you anymore. What's the deal with monsters? Are they fake? Are they real? All the above. Yeah, what, what's with all the monster talk tonight? It's just that, is that our monsters coming to kill us? Could you make sure they... Could you make sure they kill Luke first? That's harsh. But okay. Mimi... That's a horrible thing to say. Why? Dismissed. Good night, wacko. He's not enjoying this relationship. He's like, well, she always so mean to me. But that's a sister. And he loves her. That's but she's like, shut up and get in the hole so I can bury you alive, dick. <laughs> <laughs> Champion of the universe. Ugh. So Mimi wins this crazy game of crazy ball. And to Patrick's point, the, the consequence is that She's going to bury Luke alive. He has to dig the own hole to bury himself. Alive. And he has to dig his hole. Well, you expect her to dig it. She won. Duh. Duh. And it's as they're digging this grave uh, for Luke that they find this, like, little box with a gem. With a little gem in it. And they're like, oh, cool. And these this, this box with a gem in it has, like, buttons on it. And they're like, oh, well, let's press Button. these buttons. 
buttons, buttons. Who's got the button? And she presses Your the butt. buttons. It's a butt button. It's a butt button. Ten points. Bonus. Bonus. <laughs> butt button bumper. <laughs> so she's, We're going to have our own version of Crazy Ball by the end of this episode. <laughs> we will. We will. Um, so these buttons are like the code to it. And she's just like, here, let me try this. Boop, 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 boop. And it opens on the first try. And she gets the gem. And she gets the gem. Because she's awesome. She's got that Allison mojo. She's like, I gotta, yeah, well, I'm be- she is the best at everything. BDE, man. BDE. Um, big Dick Energy. Ah. Oh. Big Dick Energy. Okay. Um, I, I, thought was, I thought it was Big Dick Environmentalism, but I don't remember. <laughs> well, she also cares about the trees. Only you can stop dick fights. <laughs> Only you. <laughs> uh, so she now has this gem. She doesn't know what it's going to do. But they're now concerned that there's going to be, like, monsters. And this is where you find the mom and the dad character. Yeah. And they're like, mom, dad, are the dad who's Oh, my God, they're the worst. They're the worst. (laughs) But the best. (laughs) Yeah, that's but the worst. The dad looks like somehow if you can make Bob Odenkirk and Brian Husky have a baby. Yes. It's insane how much he looks like The dad could get it. I like the dad. I'm like, you're cute. I like you. The beard. You're an asshole and I'd murder you, but I like you. (laughs) The dad had probably one of the best kind of jokes in the movie that I don't, that wasn't called out as a joke. Which was? So the dad, the whole thing about the dad is that he's lazy and he doesn't really do anything. And if he does do something, he, he does it so poorly. He's not too. lazy. I mean, he's not lazy. But if other people are going to do it anyway, let them do it. It's, it's not smart. lazy. It's just it's opportunistic. It's smart. He's conserving his energy. It's smart. So like. I plus he, 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 he had that hand injury. That's what I was going to yeah. go for, right? Is So he, <laughs> so even when he does do something, he does it poorly. Like when he tried to make dinner and he just cooked a piece of chicken in the microwave and made a huge mess in the microwave. Like he is just like awful. But he go, they all say, hey, who's going to fill in this hole now? And everybody goes, I vote dad, I vote dad, I vote dad. And then he goes to pick up the shovel and immediately hurts his wrist he's like oh i gotta go to the hospital and for the whole rest of the movie he has it wrapped in yeah. like <laughs> in, in like an ace bandage like don't the forget. man the man commits to his bullshit and i do <laughs> i commend him on that I commend him on it. it was such a good joke that at one point i went wait a minute how did he hurt his oh wait that's from the beginning of the yeah. movie oh that's, that's right excellent. and he didn't really hurt his hand he's yeah. just an asshole <laughs> Because I sat there and I went, wait, did I miss something? Did he hurt his hand? And then I'm like, no, this is from the beginning of the movie. This is excellent. <laughs> oh, love oh, and, then the mom, and the mom is just so bitter and burnt that she's done. She's such a Sharon. Susan. Susan. Oh, it's Susan. It's a Susan term. Susan. I like that her name was Susan. Because I think Susan is always like the Bo Burnham joke of whatever, Susan. Oh, maybe. <laughs> from Bo Burnham. I just love, like, Susan can be the new Karen. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's this there's a scene later later in the movie where where uh, uh where where Pandora has come to Earth in in human form and is talking to the mother and their conf- the mother and, and her confronting the rest of the family in the truck with Psycho Gorman. She's like she's the I'll play the audio for her. Pandora, I see you've come to cleanse the universe of me once again. Immaculate timing as always. Drop the disguise and show these humans the face they will bow to once you enslave them into endless servitude. And he went, endless servitude. Sounds like being married to you, Susan. I laughed so hard because that was after this like moment earlier where the parents almost like it, it wasn't played for a laugh. They had like a little fight at one point. 
And so that was like the first joke line between the parents after that, like minutes later. And I think that it teed it up better that way. Still not a joke, not time for a joke yet. <laughs> <laughs> the universe is hanging in the balance, Dick. Greg, Greg and Susan. Uh, so, so, okay. Okay. So, so they have this gem. They don't know what it does yet, but they know that something came out of this hole because there's claw marks. Luke's afraid it might be grandma. Luke's Hold afraid on. it might Hold. be grandma. Pause. Pause. Yes. My favorite line of the movie wasn't even out loud. <laughs> because the, 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 these two communicate to each other at night through the wall with Morse code. And Luke is tapping. You know, I'm really afraid. I keep hearing something. I keep something scratching. What if it's grandma? Of course it's not grandma. Grandma is in hell forever. <laughs> I love that. I loved it. <laughs> Like, what the fuck happened with Grandma? What happened with Grandma? We're just back there on Grandma. Oh, grandma's in hell. Period. Forever. Sure. Period. <laughs> oh, Mimi. Until Psycho Grandma 2. <laughs> it is Grandma. That's the, that's the tagline. It is Grandma. It is Grandma. This time it's Grandma. This time it's Grandma. <laughs> so he has to come back to Earth to save the world from Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> so they have this gem. It's not grandma. They they know something came out of this hole, right? Stop and saying hole. Stop saying hole. You said hole a lot. Something out of the lot. hole. Something out of the grave. Hole. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so they came out of the grave hole. And so... Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> grave hole. Now I can't remember where I'm at because I'm just trying not to say hole. <laughs> Oh, why does he keep having us on a show? <laughs> 12 years of excellence. <laughs> Hole. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay, someone else has to pick it up now because I lost so my spot. So the kids are deciding to fumble. Follow. We got a fumble. Crazy about fumble. We got a whole fumble. We got a whole ground. <laughs> Switcheroo. <laughs> Shit on the floor. <laughs> switcheroo. Switcheroo. <laughs> I'll get you the switcheroo, you scum scum. So the kids decide to follow whatever came out of the hole. Because they see Yeah, yeah, they, they, they find a path, which why, didn't, yeah. why they didn't see during the day, I don't know. Uh, they didn't. But they follow it to the old shoe factory. <laughs> Where someone died. <laughs> I remember when this was a shoe factory. <laughs> Shut up, Craig. Do <laughs> so you remember that time you almost let me have you in the old shoe factory? <laughs> the x-ray room is closed. Do you want to go to the shoe factory? I got buttonhole me. <laughs> Give so, me one of those big buckles right here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> Pilgrim style. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like pilgrim shoes. Yeah, no, Come on, land on my Plymouth Rock, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so in the shoe factory were these three delinquents, ne'er-do-wells, if you will. Yeah. And they had stolen some stuff from an old man. And uh, Psycho Gorman uh, comes up to them and he's like, I don't really care what you did. I'm just going to kill you. And he kills two of them. And then one of them is in like a forever freeze madness Luke. Eternal torment. Yeah, I loved. All, I loved all of this because it's a total scene from the Terminator. It's like that opening scene of the Terminator where he just kills the random, the random mm -hmm. uh, gang people at the beginning. But he's so fucking eloquent. 
And just so, he's not angry. He's not, you know, yelling at people. He's just always really cool and really smooth. And by the way, your dialect is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, what was one of my other favorite exchanges of dialogue? One had that, that last gang member goes, I don't want to die. Please, I don't want to die. And second Gorman says, And that's the curse. <laughs> and that is it. It's and fucked I, up. I loved how his eternal, like, madness, time loop, time freeze, whatever, his eyes just kept rolling around in the back of his, like, just kept rolling yeah. in his head. I was like, oh, like that's it cool. was Like it was the Powerball. <laughs> <laughs> and the supplementary seven, number is my eye. Yeah, loved it. Loved it. Bingo. Um, <laughs> bingo. Loved it. So the kids, so this happens at night, and then the kids find the shoe factory, and they find Psycho Gorman, and they find the dead people, and they find the eternal, the, the eternally tormented yeah. man. Thief, yeah. And they're like, whoa, what's going on? And they end up um, backing into the guy who's in eternal torment, and he kind of falls over, and his head breaks kind of like... Like glass or ice yeah. or like whatever. Like a rotten grapefruit. Yeah, a rotten grapefruit. That's a good one too, right? On the ground. We just had Psycho Gorman pontificating on this masterpiece of pain that he created. He's going on for like two minutes about this. The kid, the stupid Luke, bumps into it and is dead. <laughs> Enough! The longer we play these childish games, the more horrifying your deaths will be. This is but a small example of what I am capable of. His eternal pain will take his mind beyond the furthest reaches of madness, preserved in an endless state of... No! He was my masterpiece! Oh, sorry, man. My masterpiece! This is why you don't have children. This is why you trade your children in for cats. They ruin everything. They ruin everything. The cats will still break shit, but you'll be like, oh, so <laughs> what's happening? I'm like, I'm going away. <laughs> Patrick is very out of focus on the video right now. I look like a nephew in a cello. I'm wearing a 50s wig right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, okay, so, go, so the, 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 the grapefruit, the, the rotten grapefruit that broke, he goes, thank you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Wonderful touch! Wonderful touch! Wonderful lips touch! On the floor. Just little lips, uh, disembodied lips on the floor. Thank you. Thank you. Loved it. So we find and out... Like, Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. <laughs> it's all right, it's all right. That, That's nice, it. It's all right, nice. it's all right. Um, so this is where we find out all about Psycho Gorman, um, who is unnamed at this point. Still unnamed. And he gives his diatribe to these kids about, I will kill you. I am I am the Archduke of Nightmares. I will kill you. I will kill your whole families. And then he finds out that she has the gem. Yes. And that she can tell him what to do. And he can't... Go against what go she against, says. Yeah. He must comply. He must comply. Whatever she says goes. So if she has the gem and, and she says, jump on one foot, he has to jump on one foot. At one point, she's making him just like clap. I feel like Psycho Gorman just being forced to clap for the job. Wow, Allison, that was a really interesting point. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is like this is like season one RuPaul's Drag Race right now. <laughs> 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 
Very SD. Very SD. Oh, Ooh, it's better now. Go. Oh, I'm back. Okay. It's back. I'm sorry. He's back. He's back. I'm back from my dream sequence. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry, what were we talking about? So we were saying how um, she finds out that the gem, he tells her that, you know, with the gem, he can't go against what she says. He makes her, she makes him do things like stand there and clap. For a long time, uh, you know, go stand over here, wave your arms. You're making it sound so non like she's just doing these fun things. She's awful about it. She's awful. Wave your arms. <laughs> Nemesis Grim Knight? No, too sinister. How about Dark Lord of Wonderful Smooches? I will never accept such a title. Stop running and clap your hands, you know, for a while at least. about Cycle Man? Mm, Gore Man? That's it. Did I get it? No. Stop that annoying clapping! <laughs> and, then, and then we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do this, and we just stop that annoying clapping! <laughs> she makes him clap, and then she goes, stop that infernal, stop that infernal clapping! She's a, she is a monster. She is a monster. <laughs> yeah. I'm going, this is Allison at work. This is Allison Nowacki at work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the boss. What I'm project managing you! <laughs> what I say goes. I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you. <laughs> <laughs> and they need, they figure out they need to name him, because they figured out that Archduke of Nightmares is a lame name. It was stupid, it was stupid. Oh, I still love it, he gets, he gets... Workshop this. Luke! Oh, oh, yeah. I want names. Gotta be fresh. They gotta be cool. No. We can't name it. He's gonna kill us. Ah, you would pray for something so simple. I will drink your endless screams as I rip. Manosaurus flex. That's not bad, actually. Uh, Rexor Thundrax? Cobralor Colin. Revenge X Bad. Heartless creep. Oh, oh, Rip Lord. How about Shadow Slammer? Or Psycho Gorman? Or PG for short. I don't see how that's better than Archduke of Nightmares. Psycho Gorman. That's great. It's fun, it's hip, it's wow, and it's now. You're making a terrible mistake, you putrid little creature. Soon I'll get the gem back, and when I do... Nice to meet you, PG. I'm Mimi. I'm Luke. Uh, I wield powers unimaginable to your simple minds. Soon you will beg me for mercy, but know that you will only receive pain. Knock knock. What? Knock knock. Have you succumbed to madness already? Just say who's there already. Jeez, what planet are you from? Gygax. Who's there? Me. Crazy about champion of the universe. And the champion says, go over there, sit down, shut up, and wait for us to come back in the morning. You dig? Dig what? Go! You will suffer an eternity for this. Bye. 
He gives his backstory, his two backstory monologues, and they're long and impassioned. It's just, it's just like, wow, that was a really long, boring story. She's <laughs> <laughs> awful. He can't get a break with his kids. Well, I don't know if it's now when, when he was telling his story, because he tells his story in bits and pieces kind of throughout. It's not just yeah. like one piece. And I don't know if it is now or a little bit later where he says how his people were enslaved yeah. by the Templar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he found the gem. And the gem melded with him and, and gave him powers so that he can, he broke out of his enslavement and he beat the Templar. But then he kind of became a little power hungry and he kept, he kept going being an eater of worlds, so to speak. Yeah. Um, burn it all down. Yeah. Burn it all he's, down. He's on a rampage. Mean to me, I'm burning it down. So no. I felt bad for him. Like there's, there's that moment where you're like, but wait, he wasn't, he was enslaved by these people. They're not as nice as you think. Yeah. They're not the heroes. The whole st- actually that whole backstory of oh, the whole Templar War, even though that's kind of a movie, I'm just like you guys spend twenty minutes talking about this, but it's actually fairly rich and really kind of interesting. Yeah. Lots of religious parallels to it, and like uh, reversals of power, and like the the, the evil, evil posing is good. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it. And this is where you start With to boobs? realize the boobs, <laughs> the plastic boobs. But this is where you start to realize like maybe all this stuff with the council and the light and all that kind of stuff, like maybe that's not what it seems to be. Yeah. Um, maybe they are kind of bad. Um, they enslaved people and that's not cool. Regardless. It's not us. It's the will of the gods. Yeah. Her destiny. It is her destiny to extinguish these people off of Gygax. Um, I'm a guy named Gax. I'm a guy Gax. I have to stop doing that. Um, I just needed to interject something here. How much I loved Alistair. Oh, poor Alistair. Their friend. Poor Al. Shit, shit, shit. He's this gorgeous kid. He's this gorgeous kid, and they've set up a romance between him and Mimi. That never happens <laughs> because she's horrible. Because he's the perfect boy, and she does have a crush on him, but she literally doesn't know what to do with it. At all. Oh, one of my favorite lines of her, which I thought was a great, great explanation. Oh, yeah? I thought you were so in love with Alistair. That doesn't count. We're just friends that are going to get married and be together forever. And fight a lot, like Mom and Dad do. <laughs> ah, uh, this is love. That was a stoop. That was a stoop. Yeah. <laughs> this is love. But he's the perfect kid. He's polite. He's, he's he's kind. He's thoughtful. Shh, got shit, shit out of the whole, shits out of the whole. And unfortunately, <gasps> Allison, I mean Mimi, has a crush on him and makes his life miserable. <laughs> That's the problem. Right, right, right. Well, you know what? Hey, hey, sex, uh, gender reversal on that. Yes, I like that. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And she's there, basically pulling his pigtails and pushing him down on. And turning into a giant brain forever. <laughs> yeah, turns him into a giant brain. We'll get there. My favorite part of the whole movie. The, the fact that they don't even like really call reference to it. Like it's Yeah, Alex, we'll get there. Just, okay. Yeah. There's that. Nobody seems to be bothered there's a giant brain walking yeah. around. Like they bring him to an ice cream shop and everybody's and then nobody, nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares. They don't even react to it. It happens and then they're just kinda like, okay. That's Alistair now. They're not like, oh my God, what did you do to Alistair? No talk of changing him back. No talk of turning him back. But my favorite part was, there was I don't know, there was, there was, I think it was one of the times they, there was a group of aliens attached, they were about to attack. But Alistair had had enough. And he just goes slinking off by himself. You know what, guys? I'm tired of it. I'm going home. And he just starts flumping across the field. And, going, and he just stops. Wait, where's he going? <laughs> Bye, Alistair. 
monster. Are you going home? Your brain. There's a lots of conversation that has to happen with what happened to this child. It's and also he loved it. He was like he still had to play the keyboard in the band. Yes. Because, oh, the like band. I always, the band. Like I always say, I'm always happy when a horror movie gives me a get ready montage and an unnecessary musical number. We had both of them in this movie. Yes. And an original song. Yeah. An original, an original song. song about how great I am. Yes. Frig you. Frig, Frig off. So wait, wait, wait. So wait, 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 wait. So, okay. So they have the gem. They know the rules now. And they're like, cool. Here's my first thing. Stay here. And then they go home. And like, you just stay here. And they go home and they start bringing Alistair to go see. The next day, they bring Alistair and to go TV see. And a TV and some magazines full of hunky oh boys. God. Magazine with hunky boys. We're sorry we didn't bring you any porn. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. They didn't say that. <laughs> but we brought you some hunky boys. <laughs> then he's like, I do not I want do not care for hunky boys. Petty displays of wealth. How can your short lifespans allow such narcissism? I do not care for hunky boys. Or do I? Maybe I do. <laughs> that was the line. Maybe yeah. I do. Or was it, do I? Do I? Something I, like, to that I, I mean, we, we're, we're putting gender on him. I don't see any genitals in this thing. So I have to very true. Very, very true. So, um, with so they're with the TV and Alistair's kind of like scared, like I don't like guys, I don't know what we should do here. And Mimi's like, No, look, I control him and kinda of show you what's going on. Um, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? It's not like one of us is gonna be a big like mucous membrane for the rest of our life. Right. Like that. No, right. So the, the the setup is with the TV because yeah. through the TV there's enough electrical charge that he can contact all of like his generals his from minions, his army. His paladin obsidian, I believe. He yes. Called him, yeah. The, and he says, "Come save me from this stupid little girl. Save me." And they're like, he, oh, "Hold on, another great line. Another great line. I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> the gem of Paraxides has been stolen by two brainless meat children." <laughs> <laughs> The gem of Paraxodyke has been taken by two brainless meat children. You must obtain the gem, even if it has to be pried from their tiny dead hands. Ah, ah, so perfect. So perfect. Such a fun movie. Deadpan. It's deadpan. It's yeah. so good. It's, it's so good. It's so perfect. It's so perfect. So we know that they're on their way now. We know they're going to show yeah. up at, at a certain point, right? Allison's on, on their way. Allison's on is here. <laughs> nice, uh, nice Elvis Costello reference. Perfect. Who? Um, Elvis Costello. No, I wrote that myself. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> so we know they're on their way. So that's set up. Now we kind of start going into the day-to-day montage, right? And we we see the band. Well, well, first we see we, the parents discover Psycho Gorman. Yes, the parents discover Psycho Gorman, and he's like, "I, I will kill you," and she's like, "No, no, no." No, no, no. You didn't say the magic word. <laughs> and don't kill the parents. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Uh, 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 you didn't <laughs> and say this the is magic also word. where Alistair gets turned into a trap, right? Alistair gets turned because, but because it was kind of a trick. It was a little bit of a of a switcheroo of its own because he goes, little girl, you know I could make him like fall in love with you. I can make this I've done it before. If if you if you just say to do it, I can, you have the gem. I can do it. And then uh, she's like, 
fine, do it. And then, for whatever reason, he gets turned into a brain. And no one calls any reference to it. Yeah. No one says, like, oh, my God, she had the gem. She could have been like, reverse it, turn him back. No, nothing. She's just like, eh. No, because they all know, they all know her. Like, yeah, just, eh. Giant brain. Works for me. And that's when they go into the musical montage where they're playing in the band. They're playing the song, Frig You, Frig Off. They make a music video because the dad is watching it lazily on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> with his arm wrapped up. The brain is eating spaghetti in a restaurant. <laughs> To, like they dress up psycho Gorman yeah. in, in like clothes they like take him shopping and the mom is all about the, it the cowboy outfit yeah the mom yeah. is all about it mom's in on it they play and and and, and he knows how to play the drums like instantly because because yeah. psycho Gorman on the drums knows what to do I have that scene with the dad and the bake sale cookies yes <laughs> that one that one cracked me up uh I don't even know how to describe it you just have to watch that the movie yeah, the bake sale cookies yeah. are on the table, and it's like, don't eat bake sale cookies. And, of course, the dad goes dad, to steal yeah, one. Dad. And then, like, a hand comes out of the cookies. And it's like pulling. The best is when you see Mimi, the mom, and then Psycho Gorman stick their head around the corner of the door to Scooby watch Doo this Scooby-Doo style, happen. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This movie's so great. <laughs> Scooby-Doo style, like, bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh, so good. The montage is worth it. I'm sure it's on YouTube to watch. Just, just the montage. It's amazing. Yeah. Stinking amazing. As montages go, they got a lot into it. They yeah. did. And they it was did. all delicious. It was great. And it was an original song. It wasn't just like, a, it was like an yeah. original song, um, which which was so great. And it gets a call back at the yeah. end. Gets a call back at the end. Um, so now they're like kind of friends with Psycho Gorman. Like now they're we're not, starting though. to be friends. They're not. It just looks that way. They're not. He's going to kill them at any time. He and can't he forget reminds that. them constantly. I'm going to kill you. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> All of your family and your people I will kill. <laughs> Give me the gem. Yeah, she's like, cool story, bro. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so they decide to try to teach him Crazy Ball. So it's Alistair and Luke and Mimi and Psycho Gorman playing, um, playing Crazy Ball. And cops show up. I don't know why cops show up. I don't really oh, know. The because there's a giant monster in the <laughs> on lawn. Monster. Somebody finally noticed there's a goddamn monster walking around this well, neighborhood. He did Patrick, blow up a kid while eating ice cream earlier. <laughs> but Patrick, he was wearing sunglasses, a cowboy hat, and a jaunty little like Western outfit. <laughs> How did people recognize him as a monster? <laughs> he was in a disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Sex monster. Well now he now well now he's naked and alone with children. <laughs> true, true. Um and so the police come and he's like, I'm gonna kill these police. And he makes one of the he like grabs the one policeman and pretty much makes him like a half melty minion zombie that just yeah. does whatever. All like, this stuff was yeah, all great. All this all this stuff was yeah. great. The effects were great, like the face melting, amazing. Yeah. And then the other cop runs away because he's like, because he, he goes, run, <laughs> and runs away. But what's <laughs> funny is he tries to get back into the cop car, can't because the other cop had the keys. And instead of continuing to run away, the cop is like, Jimmy, where's the keys? <laughs> and Jimmy is now this zombie like, oh. <laughs> so he runs away and he goes to go tell his cop friends at the precinct what happened. And they don't believe them. Yeah. They They're don't. like, no, this didn't happen. You're just crazy. Were you smoking those funny cigarettes with that little girl who's in a band again? Were <laughs> <laughs> you listening to Frig Off again? Did you buy, did you buy her bake sale cookies? <laughs> so this is when Pandora shows up on Earth in her human form. Because what we really didn't talk about was this Council of Aliens. The Galactic Council. The Galactic Council that now know that 
Psycho Gorman has been released, and it's yeah. their job. And it was only missing Samuel L. Jackson. Just, that's all it needed. Yes. To be. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And this is where you had the brain in a jar. Yeah. You had like not this, a dick in a box. Not dick in a box. Brain in a jar. You had like this weird kind of like lizard creature. Yeah. There are all these different races, and oh yeah, I love that. I love she hissed. Hissed. She hissed all the rest. Talking. She hissed. Um, kind of like Cobra Commander a little bit. Yeah. There's like and there was the the the, the, the older middle aged guy one who's. Kind of queenie. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, there was that one. <laughs> Stop bogarting our weird alien snacks. The weird alien snacks are for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Eats a whole bunch of them. But they decide that um, uh, uh, Pandora is going to go to Earth because it is Tempora's religious destiny to stop him. Um, and she calls a human from Earth, kills that human, puts her into a meat cube, like a tiny little meat cube. <laughs> Excuse me. Smashes the cube and then smears it all over her face. And then she becomes that human. Yeah. yeah. That was disturbing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, the whole thing was disturbing because, oh, she just, it's like she calls her. Allison, she calls her. It wasn't like, and I call you for, no, all of a sudden this woman was doing whatever she was doing on Earth, you know, like eating liquors, bam. And she knows she's on another planet and like thir- th- 10 seconds later, she's dead. Yep. Oh, with this by this weird cartoon woman with a plastic face just <laughs> so she takes on the form of this this human from Earth that was form of real estate agent. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so she's now on Earth trying to find PG, yeah, right, to try to en- enslave him and then capture him again. Ends up at the police station as this woman, and she's like, "Have you seen? Have you seen a?" a monster that is killing people and they're like what and the other policeman that has seen him is like yes yes it's it's that guy it's that guy and they are like okay well he's here gotta go find him he's with this little girl and so they go back home and um well we cut to the kids walking through the woods again yeah all of a sudden we see characters beaming down so there's a couple of assassin attacks yeah this this right. might be i originally it's like oh is this going to be the, the pandora and the templars no they're the the obsidian uh his generals. yeah his generals and they uh are not really on board with uh releasing sacco gorman from uh the power of the gem and the little girl because the council of the Galactic Council of Light was just like, you can keep your planet and do whatever with it and we won't bother you. And they've just like every month take turns of being the supreme leader. And they kind of like that gig and they're not ready to give it up for uh, Psycho Gorman to come destroy everything. So they're going to go destroy Psycho Gorman. They are the humans responsible for freeing me. So that's right. You're welcome. Mimi has the gem of Paraxodyke. Don't worry. She doesn't know how to use it. You may kill them now. (laughs) You fool! Why would we do that? Excuse me? We like things the way they are now. You must be joking. Far from it, Master. We are quite content with running the fifth moon of Gygax ourselves, sharing the duties equally. We take turns as the appointed leader, so everyone gets a venture. As you can see, it is currently my turn. Let me guess. You made a deal with those righteous idiots. 
The Templars. In exchange for your imprisonment, they agreed to spare us any further inconveniences. I put my trust in the worst the galaxy has to offer, and this is how you repay me? I should have known better. Except for you, Cassius 3000. I always knew I couldn't trust you. <laughs> Come on. We all knew this day was coming. So why don't you lay down and die like a good little boy? Hmm, like a good little boy. As you can see from my crown, it's my month. Yeah. <laughs> I, I <laughs> and, and this epic fight happens. But he, uh, Psycho Gorman pisses off Mimi right before it, and she won't let him, she tells him not to fight. Mm-hmm. So he's getting the shit kicked out of him. Oh, yeah, she's mad. She's mad because he goes, kill the little girl, get the gem. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. And, and she goes, um, hold on. You said you were going to kill me. You need to apologize. See how you like it. And he's getting beat up by these other people. Uh, these these other I'm not aliens. going to kill you. They're going to kill him. <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. Apologize. I'm sorry. I don't believe that apology. <laughs> I don't believe it. You make me believe it. And finally, you know, he's getting like literally the crap beat out of him. And he's like, little girl, I am deeply sorry that I told them to kill you. Please accept my, my sincerest <laughs> apologies. And then she's like, Okay, fine. You can beat them up now. <laughs> Apology accepted. And so he beats the crap out of these people, these other aliens. He just beats the crap out of them. Yeah, it's all, it's all Mortal Kombat, ripping out spines, and yeah, all great, gory stuff. It was so awesome. It was except, like... except, for, except for the leader who fought such a, a battle as a glorious warrior, so he deserved a warrior's death. Which is to be eaten. Eaten alive. Yeah. This was disturbing. Like, his mouth just got real big. Like, this real was, big. Yeah, this was the coolest creature effect was when the mouth got real big. It was so well done. Because they did, like, the big kind of CGI jaw drop thing that we're used to. I'm like, okay, uh, But then it would take, we got a farther shot of it. And just, like, it just kept going. And all of a sudden, it was, like, accordion. There was, like, yeah. accordion factor to it. And there was, like, oh, there were, like, limbs involved. And then I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. No, girl, no. It was so no. good. So well done. The designs of the minions cracked me up, too. Especially the one that's just like a bucket. (laughs) (laughs) A bucket of, like, Like giblets? and and blood and bones, yeah. And it would shirt blood out of, like, guns. I'm a giblet robot! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, at one point he was just, like, super soakering, like, blood at him as as a defense. there was the robot with the robot bird on his shoulder. (laughs) Yeah, what was his name? Like, Cromwell 3000 or something? Cyrus 3000, yeah. Yeah, there was the the one, then there was was those robots, like, the gold-plated robots that look like C-3PO, but with mustaches. Yeah. Yeah. They were great. <laughs> the best was like, he's like, a psycho girl is like, I didn't expect this kind of betrayal from any of you, except for you, Cypher 3000. I expected it from you. <laughs> well, of course. Look at his mustache. Yeah. <laughs> you can't have mustache like that. Oh, and then you had the witch lady with like the tiny head. Oh, the Japanese. Oh, uh, yeah. She gets away, kind of. Her head gets away. Yeah, her head gets away. And then she gets run over by the truck with the dad. I'm I'm going to live to fight another day. I feel happy. Freedom! Freedom! (laughs) (laughs) So now, so Psycho Gorman, he he wins. But he does say, I'm like mortally wounded. Yeah. I am mortally wounded. Yes, and now he's taking a turn into the E.T.'s dying stuff, but... 
Yes. Of an 80s movie. Yes. He is mortally wounded. Frosty the Snowman. No, he's never going to go back again. Oh, no. So he's mortally wounded. They take him to the shoe factory. Uh, with, so the dad pick, come picks he's him gonna up. Die, we're going to give him a great pair of shoes. <laughs> well, here's another one of I my laugh, favorite parts. I support that I could have needed to be happy. <laughs> another one of my favorite parts, another little small funny nod, is the dad comes and picks them up in the pickup truck, and they put Psycho Gorman in the flatbed portion of the truck. And Mimi goes, can you move over so my wagon can fit? <laughs> and he does. he does. No questions asked, and the dad just puts the wagon in the back. And no questions asked. My uh, favorite part of this scene was, was when, when they're, they're still at the shoe factory before they took a Psycho Gorman back to the house. This scene opens, the dad's just sitting in front of the television. He just goes, so this TV won't stop bleeding. TV won't stop bleeding. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. TV won't stop fact. bleeding. Yeah, TV won't I stop mean, bleeding. That was it. That was the only reason the TV. We okay, sure. Mm. Yeah, as if you could fix that. Um, and That's kind of weird, eh? Yeah, a little weird. <laughs> Never seen that before. Um, and so they go back to the shoe factory and they like cover him up. Hold the phone. We did skip something. We skipped something. When they when Psycho Gorman sent out the psychic message and he was in distress. Oh, oh yes. yes. His dad was on the can. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Screaming poop wall. No. No. I I shrieked and I left. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking so kidding me? <laughs> it was so good. It was so so good. He sends out this and, psychic message and he's screaming. It just goes. Because <laughs> the dad is on the toilet taking a poop and he's like, I'll tell Susan, I'll, Susan, we just had a fight. Susan, you stupid. That's what I should have said to Susan. I'm not lazy, stupid Susan. Oh, you think you're freaking better than me, huh? You think you're freaking better than me? Huh? Well, I have a BA in English. What have you done with your life? Huh? What have you done with your life? I ask you. And then all of a sudden, this, this psychic giant. <laughs> <laughs> screaming at him ah, I'm being killed ah. oh, I, that was perfect I can't get any better and then they did it again I'm like yeah, I got better yeah <laughs> and then he comes he goes he, he like gets off of the toilet he falls into the tub and he's just like oh, oh he goes but I don't know where you're at and then the psychic image comes back and he's like where am I going the ravine near highway 11 and Ryerson Avenue Oh! Ah, I'm in a ravine over off of I-5! <laughs> he goes away and the dad's like, I don't know where that is! Go show the Prescott mode until you reach the second set of lights! Go! Ah, go past the Dairy Queen! Three stops, take a right! Ah. Ah. Ah, so good. So good. I forgot that's how the dad got yeah. there because of the psychic message. Oh. From the pooping. He pooped his way. <laughs> his poop message. Oh my goodness. So the, so that's how the dad found them in the yeah. ravine. And they go to the shoe factory and they 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 like wrap him in a blanket and he's like, little girl, <laughs> the only way I can be saved is if you give me the gem. And this is where you start thinking, is this a trick? Is this a trick? She's like, I don't want to give you the gem. 
And the dad kind of takes him aside, <laughs> takes her aside. Oh, good God. Good God. <laughs> Look, I know I'm not a good dad or a smart dad, but I still have some dad wisdom for you. When I was your age, a weird guy in a van outside my school asked if I wanted to see his baseball cards. I said yes without thinking. And he took me in the back of his van and showed me his giant collection of pristine baseball cards. I had a lot of fun. And I'm thankful I put my trust in that creepy weirdo. So I think you should trust your weird murdering monster friend. It's the grown-up thing to do. Thanks, Dad. It makes a lot of sense. No problem, kiddo. The dad takes oh, it aside yeah. and says, you know, Mimi, one time when I was young, a guy in a van came up to me and asked me, do you want to see my baseball card collection? And I said, yes. And that's when he showed me his big, pristine baseball collection. And I was so happy. I said yes to that stranger that day. So really, I think you should give him the gem. It's the grown-up thing to do. <laughs> yeah. it's like, and I will never forget. There's many hours of pleasure. Given to me by that creepy stranger. Yes. From that baseball collection. Uh, we just got a yay creepy stranger speak. This was like this was like Phoebe Cates' Santa Claus in the Chimney monologue from Grandma's. Where he's like, what, where did this movie just go? Where did this movie just go? Uh. But delivered with Mike Brady deadpan. And she's just like, great advice, Dad. Thanks. I'm going to go to my office and think about this. I have to go talk to God. So she goes into her, well, we're, her so office. We're skipping the fact that uh, Mimi, the dad, and Saka Gorman have been separated from Luke, the mom. Oh, and, right. And uh, Pandora. Right. Yes, the they family go- has been split by the arrival of Pandora. Because, and, and the, so Pandora's there and he's, and she, okay, so yes, yes, they're in the flatbed truck before they go to the shoe the shoe factory, right? At first they go home yeah. and uh, the Pandora is there and has taken the mom and the mom takes Pandora's side. Like, we have to... Get rid of Psycho Gorman. This is insane. What are you doing? And she goes, get out. Greg, get, get kids, get out of the car. And Luke sides with the mom yeah. because Mimi is mean to him all the time. And all she has to do is be nice to him and sides with the mom. And she's like, Greg, mom is like, Greg, get out of the car. Susan, F you, frig off. And it's like, <laughs> no. And so, I'm that's driving away. Look how lazily I'm driving away. Yes. <laughs> Look how lazily I'm driving away. I'm and, barely doing anything. <laughs> and Pandora gives the mom a drink. Yes. That turns her into a Templar. Yeah. When, when there's an alien in your kitchen, always accept a beverage from them. Yes. That's always a good idea. <laughs> and she takes a sip and immediately is like, and Luke goes, is it gross? <laughs> <laughs> it's grapefruit. Uh, and so she is now a, has the powers and the look of a Templar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she got the whole outfit going on. Hers don't work as well as Pandora's. Though. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's Kirkland brand. It's the Kirkland brand <laughs> Templar. She got it on Wish.com. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So now we cut back to Mimi going to uh, pray in her office. Yes, she goes and there's a cross this, on the wall. I loved this whole scene because this would never be in, an, in, in a major film. This Amazing. would never get through. Oh, no. This would never get through. Hi, God. Now I know I don't do all the goody two-shoe stuff you say everybody should do, but I can't help it. 
and I'll do whatever the heck I want, okay? Anyways, I need your advice. A huge battle between evil and worse evil is about to go down. And I have a very big decision to make. What shade should I wear? That's a trick question. I know I'm gonna wear the zebra ones. In conclusion, why am I even talking to you? There's a new god in town, and his name is Psycho Gourmet. And he's coming for you, buddy. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's blasphemous. Yes. Yeah. Unapologetically so. And I can't believe we had a child say this. I'm like, no, that's exactly what that child would say. Would say. I thought all of it was great. Ugh. She's there. She pray, She gets on her knees and she prays to the crucifix. Hi, God. It's me, Mimi. And um, me, I have a question. <laughs> I have a question for you. Which sunglasses should I wear during this? No, battle? it was it was this whole. Yeah, this she whole went through thing. a whole thing before she, she got to the sunglasses. <laughs> She's like, did you really think I was going to ask your advice? You're not the boss of me. <laughs> no, she holds out the sunglasses. Which one should I wear? And then she goes, "Psych, the zebra ones." I always knew I was going to wear the zebra ones. I wasn't going to ask you. Did you think I was really going to ask your advice about this? Get the heck out of here! <laughs> she pulls the. There's a new god in town. God, and his name is Psycho Gorman. <laughs> she pulls the crucifix off the wall, breaks it over her knee. <laughs> breaks it over her knee. <laughs> I was dying. Uh, this, is so funny. Uh, this would never happen in a major studio release now. Uh, would never happen. The, oh, I loved it. I loved it. I'm like, this girl is badass. She's great. <laughs> uh, so she comes out, she's wearing her zebra sunglasses, and that's when uh, mom. Mom Templar, Pandora, and Luke show up. Like we have to, we have to yeah. take care of this. And yeah, and I think they were gonna. I think they were supposed to turn Luke as well, but it didn't happen. Didn't happen. I yeah. mean, it was he gross. Didn't. The drink was gross. He said no. He's like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. Mimi is ready to give the gem to Psycho Gorman, but it turns out when Luke got out of the the truck to leave them behind, he was actually in possession of the gem, not Mimi. So she and that is why it. you never turn your back on the Brian Polk type. They're all <laughs> sweet and innocent, but they're totally do they will do that one shady move behind your back and you'll never see it coming. You will never see it coming. I'm so turned on right now. PG actually put this seed, well, PG in, put the the seed in the head. Don't say seed. Don't put don't seed. say seed. Planted the seed in Luke's head. Because PG Because Luke's head was a hole that needed a <laughs> seed planted in it. <laughs> Hello! Hello, <laughs> 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 you saw! <laughs> Because earlier in the movie, they gave you this jam. (laughs) (laughs) Earlier in the movie, Luke was having a nightmare, and evidently, much like Freddy Krueger, PG can visit you in your nightmares. He is the Archduke. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh my god. Oh my god. He is the Archduke of nightmares for this very reason. And and Luke is having a nightmare about zombies, and PG visits him and is like, "Bro, listen, (laughs) your sister's kind of batshit crazy. (laughs) You should take the gem. I could never betray my sister like that." Wouldn't she do that to you, though? There will be a time when it comes to be your life versus hers, and she will always pick her life over yours. You might as well take the gem. You know, but of course he says it. So kill it. Just kill it. Just of course kill it. he says it all like Psycho Gorman. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's great psychology It's because it's truth. How long before others learn of my awakening and invade this quiet little planet of yours? Sooner or later, the gem will be mine. Help 
me now, and I might consider sparing your life. I can't betray my sister like that. Do you think she would grant you the same courtesy? No. I see the way she treats you. These small torments are just the beginning. How long before she puts her life before yours? She would never do that. Take the gem. Take the gem. So this this little like seed of an idea was planted Stop earlier in the movie. This idea was planted earlier uh, in, in the movie during his nightmare. But he does take the gem. And he's like, see Mimi, I now have the gem. All you needed to do is be nice to me though. I, just once. Just once. Once in your life, be nice to me. Right? And that's when really the, the feeling of, of love, which had eluded... Uh, uh, Psycho Gorman previously. Yeah. He's like, I don't understand this love thing, whatever, right? Doesn't really understand. But now he feels it because now, you know, they realize they're a family and they need to, to rally around Psycho Gorman so that they can beat this weird Pandora chick. Please, throw it to me, you dork! I don't know. You're always so mean to me, and I just wish that you would say you were sorry for once. And I'm always there for you when you need me, but I thought we were a team, and you're always beating me up and calling me names. I'm hacking best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freak all the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the hacking best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this? Is this love? Yeah, yeah, silly. Yeah, yeah. Sing along. decide that uh well pandora at first is like i'm like electrocuting him down kind of like star wars oh yeah style. yeah we're gonna we're gonna execute him right but then psycho grum is like does the prisoner not have the right to call for one last battle to prove his innocence she's like, it's not the templar lost state that this is the case and she's like oh the templar lost has a lot of things legit legit yeah so she's like fine Fine, we'll have a battle. You can't defeat me. You're wounded. There's no way you can defeat me in battle. And he's like, well, we're actually not going to do a physical battle. Well, <laughs> and I will leave, I will leave the, the, the contest to be decided by my sergeant in arms, Mimi. And he just yells across, Mimi, pick a battle. <laughs> Is it not part of the Templar code to allow a defeated foe one last chance for battle if requested? The Templar Code says lots of things. You are weak, and we have the gem. There is no way you could defeat me in battle. I do not request hand-to-hand -hand combat. If you are truly the warrior you claim to be, you will honor this request. 
Name your contest. I will defeat you no matter the circumstance. No one really understands this game, but now Psycho Gorman does because he's played it before. Yeah, or he know, or at least he, at least he knows that I don't have to understand. I just have to pretend I understand the rules. Yeah, points. There's points. Yeah, first person yeah. to sixty-seven wins. I, I love that. This is another one of the situations. The same thing like early, early on in the movie with with Psycho Gorman. We have Pep just being like, who's just committed, committed to this one thing, eloquent, you know, eloquent about it, and just passionate. I am this, I am that, I'm here for the gods, the book of gods speak through me, I know everything, I am all powerful. Wait, can you explain to me the part about the jumper jacks? Could you explain the switcheroo part again? Nope. Should have paid attention. I'm a little confused. I, I am confused. I'm confused about the switcheroo. Why you should have been paying attention? <laughs> Too bad. Should have been paying attention. All of a sudden this goddess, this goddess is just reduced to like a dark, dark, dark. It was wonderful. <laughs> the and best is one we... we... Flip back to the Galactic Council, who is watching the crazy battle go on, and one of them's like, "I just don't understand sports." <laughs> the gay one, the gay one. <laughs> <laughs> don't understand sports. The larger feminine gay, yes. Uh huh. <laughs> ah, I don't understand sports. Uh, in <laughs> even in space, they still can't. <laughs> still can't get it. <laughs> but I can see you, swish girl. <laughs> swish. It's fun. So they play this game, and it's a pretty epic game. There's there's spinning, there's butt bonuses, there's uh, a ton of Let's, points, but it comes down to the switcheroo. It yeah. all comes down and, to yeah, the switcheroo. And, and you know, mother, uh, uh, husband against wife, brother against sister, and the stakes could not be higher. Yes. Hey. some good parenting, honey. I wish I could help. I'm just too damn lazy. You! Whoa. Susan. Think about what you're doing here. Hey. Ah! Mimi, stop! Shut up, you fat traitor! Killing me thousands of warriors I've massacred with my bare hands. No, but only you will light a new dawn for my people, and I shall lead the galaxy toward a bright future built on the law and order of the Templars. Just couldn't stay away from the TV, could you, Greg? Susan, I, I would still forgive you for this if you stop right now. I'll go to therapy now if you want, if you still want to do that, if that's what you still want. And it all comes down to the switcheroo. <laughs> God, even in getting her in her semi goddess first, she's just like, I just, why are you such a dick? Scott, why are you such a dick? <laughs> uh, so it comes down to the switcheroo, brother versus sister. 
And in, in what we didn't explain is in the switcheroo is whoever, when a switcheroo happens, a switcheroo is when two balls hit each other. Collide. Stop they it. Collide. Stop it. Get off my shelf. Switcheroo. <laughs> the switcheroo is when two balls. in a wacky's tour about human body today. <laughs> two balls have to hit each other and it's a switcheroo and whoever. When two balls go to war, this is the only way you can't score. <laughs> and whoever punches the other person first gets all the other team's points. I would like you to notice how well Allison Nowacki remembered the rules to Crazy Ball. Do you know why she knows them so well? It's their sex game. I told you. <laughs> Allison. No, Brian. No, Brian. It's been spared out four times. <laughs> Allison's very into rules. She will memorize any rule that is a rule. Because you can't bend the rules if you don't know them. <laughs> you can't use them to your advantage if you don't know them. Allison loves rules and Allison loves sandwiches. And sandwiches. Uh, so he, she punches him and gets all the points. Team Hero wins. Yep. Right? Team Hero wins. And Which means Psycho Gorman is going to get the gem back. Yep. Psycho Gorman gets the gem back. And he puts, the, the gem becomes part of him. <laughs> oh, do I have my gem back? <laughs> <laughs> Check Let's it call out. back from before the show. <laughs> so the gem, so the gem becomes part of him again and he fights Pandora, rips her eye wing off. Yeah. Like, takes her spine out, um, does a whole bunch of nasty things to her so that... She's still going, though. <laughs> she's still going, and she has a hero sword, like a, like a god sword, and he makes his own, like, evil sword out of her pieces of body, and they fight, and then Psycho Gorman wins. Duh. That's where this movie was happening, yeah. right? It's where Psycho Gorman wins, and... Oh, 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 sorry. Before they get, gave the gem, uh, she uh-huh. goes, if I give you the gem, what do you promise? And he's like... Not to kill your family. And the dad goes, what about the other people in the world? And she just goes, oops. Here's the deal, man. I'll give you the gem so you can kill that mean lady. But you have to promise that you won't kill us. Okay? I will not kill you, little creature. Or your family of idiots. Do you mean it? Yes. Wait, what about telling him not to kill everybody else on the planet? Oops is right. Awful. They're awful people. They're awful people. They're awful. They, they are free game. The rest of the world, free game. But we do know that just because she gave the gem, he has promised that won't yeah. kill the family. And uh, so they kill Pandora. Well, they, they, he defeats Pandora. She gets a warrior's death. Yeah. A warrior's death where she gets eaten. She's so tasty. And the, the brother and the family and the sister, they're like, look, I'm sorry, we're a family. She apologizes to the brother. She doesn't say it. She taps it through Morris code because no one will ever say I'm sorry. Yeah. Definitely not Mimi. Definitely not Mimi. Definitely no. not Allison. Definitely not Allison. <laughs> definitely, definitely not Allison. Taps I'm sorry. So they are now, you know, and the, the wife and the husband, you know. See, now it makes sense. I was like, why does she keep touching my butt in Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> I was getting all those bonuses. <laughs> Every bonus I could get. Even when we're not playing, I'm getting your bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry. This is nothing about you. It's just for the bonuses. <laughs> uh, uh. So now the family is like, hey, we're kind of a family again. And Psycho Gorman is like, this is, this is love. I, w- I will not. I will uphold my, my right. promise. And they sing and a little acapella frig off. Frig off. Yeah. And then he goes, okay. Bye. And he goes through a, like, a portal he creates to somewhere else in the United States and just starts killing people. And they're like, 
he was a pretty nice guy. I'm glad we're friends with him. <laughs> you see news clips of a giant monster man killing everybody. And they're just like, that's our friend. He's doing good. He's doing good. And then a shot back to the Galactic Council. <laughs> One of the aliens just pulls out a revolver and is like, does anyone want to take the coward's way out? <laughs> ah! I was like, well, for everything. No, there's always a plan B. Oh, there's always a plan B. It's always a plan B because they know he's. They know he, once he's done on Earth, he's going to be coming back for them. Yeah. Well, right. at first they ask, "Does he know where we're at? Is yeah. he going to come for us?" And they're all just like, "I, I don't know." And <laughs> revolver comes out. There's always a plan B. Oh, Who wants just, to go first? A revolver. That's. Well, is it because it was the Queen again? And and our little alien guy with the brain in the jar raises his hand. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go first. The puppet work. I love I, all the puppet work. Works great. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, I love it too that we get somewhat of a wrap up with Alistair. <laughs> oh right. Yeah. It's- That's Alistair eating dinner with his family. I need a brain. No one says. No one says anything about it. Just don't even care, poor kid. Oh, and at one point he was like, Mimi, do you think I'm ever gonna be normal again? And Mimi says to Alistair as a brain, he goes, she's like, probably not Alistair, but guess what? I like you just the way you are. Oh, yeah, that's that's nice, leaves. but I'm a brain. I, <laughs> I had hopes and dreams. Uh, and he's just home eating with his parents as credits start to roll. And we get an, a, another original song, very reminiscent of like, the Adams Family movie, no, the no, Ninja this, Turtles this, movie. This was, to, was yeah, this was totally an eighties move. This yeah. is no, that pop star, that the, late eighties, like, early nineties. After, yeah. after 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 you had the, your movie had was become a hit franchise, where you get some random group coming in, like now the Fat Boys is gonna be singing Adams Family, <laughs> or like the Ninja Ninja Go. Yeah, get ready for Freddy. Right. Yeah. It, Not Mayor on my street. <laughs> <laughs> but I love, I loved it. And um, I was, I'm ready for another one. I wish they would make it. I thought one. it was great. It was, his, it was his heavy metal version of the Psycho Gorman song. It was exactly right. Yes. Loved it. It was exactly right. Loved it. But we don't really know, like, what happens. Like, what, how do, do they stop him on Earth? Doesn't really matter, I guess. Um, the, we're fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Me as Mimi is fine. Well, there's a reason her name is Mimi. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just put that together. <laughs> Mimi. That's because I just told you. You didn't put it together yourself. I literally handed you the pieces. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't realize God it until you said it. Until <laughs> you said it, I did not put that together. So thank you for pointing it out. You're welcome. But it's an amazing movie. Oh, an absolutely yeah. amazing. Oh, dude, watch this. Hour and a half romp. Amazing. I mean, it flies. It's all nonsense, but it's it's well done nonsense. Yes, hundred percent. What I'm fascinated by, I'm just basing this on what I'm seeing in like the the other horror groups on Facebook, a lot of people just don't get it. Like, what was this? We don't understand this. What is not to understand. get? It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> I was like, why is this not just an instant classic? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are more people not loving on this movie? Why haven't I, especially being in VOD, I thought, and Raven Banner being one of the people behind it, which yeah. is a studio that we actually work pretty closely with to distribute their stuff. I was like, how have I not heard of this Humble before? Brag. Yeah, name drop. I was like, Mikey Humble Brag. Name, name <laughs> drop. Uh, but like, how, how have I not heard of this? How have I not heard of this movie? Until now. Yeah. No, because the, the, their other movie, The Void, it got a limited release, but it huge amount of praise. Like, there's tons of buzz about it. So I would have thought this movie would have gotten a bigger release, but I think they did it on purpose again. They're like, we're going to go niche. Hmm. 
Because, hmm. yeah. like I said, I, these guys keep working on movies. This, this whole little trio. Uh, the Void, uh, Father's Day, Leprechaun Returns, where they've written it, directed it, and they're doing the special effects. And whatever they're doing, it's working. No, absolutely. It's Just because it's, it's unbridled creativity. There's, there's, no, there's no algorithms involved. Like, how is this going to test with the 18 to 35 audience? How can we get some product placement? None of that shit. They're like, we're going to do what we want to do. We're going to have a party. Let's go. And that, if we can't get a studio involved in that. Yeah, they'll ruin it. Yeah. They will ruin Everything it. Everything will be overthought and, uh, yeah, watered down. And maybe it would be a boy. <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah. No, because yeah. you can't you can't not have girl characters like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, my, my Patreon listeners already know this. Uh, I can't think of the name of the movie. I'll fix it in post. But this was more like, it was similar to the vibe of Stranger Things. Except that instead of the 80s, it took place in the 70s. And instead of boys on bikes, it was girls on bikes. And you would not think the dynamic would change that not much by having girls being involved in this kind of a story. Nice. Wonderful. 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 Particularly, there's a character, much like um, Mimi in this one. Her name is Cheddar. And she's just weird. The girl's weird. She's, like, she's usually the fat kid, the fat boy of a group mm-hmm. who does a little weird stuff. That's that kind of character. Like She just has... In any given situation, she's able to produce a cheese dog from somewhere. I'm like, where are these cheese dogs coming from? <laughs> but it was so refreshing to just be to see a little girl get to be gross. Yeah. yeah. And weird and unapologetic about it because they have to cute it up all yeah. the time. We are no different. I did gross stuff as a kid. We are no different. You do gross stuff now. You do I gross do. stuff now. Do, I've seen <laughs> these five to seven gross things during the recording of the session. I've been picking my nose this whole movie. <laughs> You've been picking Brian's nose. <laughs> this whole movie, I've been picking Brian's nose. But we do gross things too. And, you know, You're we. Pretty, you pick my nose, Brian. <laughs> I can't pick my nose. I won. I won, Great Ball. <laughs> I won Booger Ball. <laughs> Booger Ball. <sighs> but no, like, I love, I love when girls are the main characters and they're not like. Girled, I Girled. guess. And, and there's not, like, and if they aren't like, they're like an actual representation. Girly, there's no part of like, I'm not like other girls in it. Because Mimi was just Mimi. Mm-hmm. There was nothing about her. She, she, she yeah. even tried to like distance herself from anybody. She's like, I'm Mimi. I like Alistair. I like bossing around my brother. And that's just pretty much all there was. It was oh, yeah. It was rad. Force of nature. And in another movie, they would have Ali Sheedy her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the breakfast club. And now we have to get her in a dress. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like I, I like don't you don't have to girl. Would you only be okay if she had also been turned into a brain? She would be a brain in a dress because that'd be a job. Aww. That would be funny. That would be funny. <laughs> Look at brain now; she's beautiful. You could have had brain Alistair and brain Mimi like holding their little brain tentacles, walking through the field, <laughs> flopping through a field together. Um, would have been wonderful. Nice way to end that movie. And here's the thing: we haven't even, even though we talked a lot, we haven't really encapsulated anything that goes on in the movie. No, oh, there's so no. much happening, and so much of it's visual, and it's going by bang, 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 bang. Yeah, you just need to watch it. You have to watch it. Have to have to watch it to get you it. You have to watch it. You have to watch it to get it. And as a matter of fact, I'll be doing a screening of it on Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at the Scream Queens Drive-in. www.screamqueens.com/slash/drive-in. Good times Woo. party. Watch it. Be you would love these things. You would love my watch party. Would I? But what? Philip. Do I? Do I? Because here's the fun part. You don't have to stay for the movie. I did my little half hour horror hosting thing before him. There you go. There you go. Gaining some prizes and possible nudity. Ayo. Had me at nudity. (laughs) (laughs) No, but this is a really great movie. I'm really glad that you're sending us um, quality movies. The ones that we've watched in the last couple of rounds here. Yeah. 
Excellent. 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 Well, I, I, I feel like I've damaged you enough. <laughs> Go, I need to give you a couple of years to like rebuild those, 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 you know, brain cells. Yeah. Yeah. We, like Brian said, we've come a long way from the scorned. I was telling somebody about that the other day about the scorned. Scorned and slashers. And slashers. And... Slashers is good though. I like no, slashers. No, but slashers is great. Yeah. Slashers is great. great. Slashers ended up being really fun. It's so good. It's so I good. Am, I'm, 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 I am. I will. I will. I, they'll never verify this, but I just know that this, this special movie thing. I was like, I was be like, Brian, they put on the slasher movie tonight. <laughs> <sighs> I still love, my favorite is to watch slashers on a plane. That is my favorite. Because the person next to you, especially if the person next to me isn't Brian, like if I like if I have the middle seat yeah, or something, yeah. and I'm on the end. Oh, we can't get seats next to each yeah, other. Yeah, I I hey, just hey, love hey, tossing hey, that hey, on. Hey, get over there. Wait, you gotta see the ghost head. Yeah, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. And I love having it on like my tablet and being like, ha, 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 look at this. Ha, ha. Love it. This is quality programming. <laughs> People around me are like, wow, what are you watching? <laughs> yeah, sure they are. And I'll be like, gee, well, let me tell you, it's this Canadian that, movie. That's exactly what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, they're like, don't go by that girl. I, I'm, I'm, like, I've seen people pop, like, popping out the three heads like, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> Depending on how long your airplane ride is, Allison's go-to watch list is CM Punk Wrestling and Slashers. They really have no idea what I'm, what I'm capable of. You know of. what? They go, to, they go together. They do. They do. You know? You know? But yeah, they, people just have no idea what to expect of me when they see that on my tablet. <laughs> she went from wrestling to this movie. What is she? What is she? Welcome to the world of Allison Nowacki. <laughs> what is she? So many people ask that question. What is she? She's she's Nowacki. She's she the best. Aw, thanks, Brian. Thanks. Gross. Gross. Could you take your heteronormativity somewhere else, please? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Oh man, Brian's laughing so much he's crying oh, here. Yeah. He's crying. I weepy. Since you brought up the scorn, I, I listened to that episode last week. <laughs> Just to you? revisit the Allison and Brian catalog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry I did that to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you continue to talk to me. Oh, and I'm sure our episodes have come leaps and bounds since then, too. No, maybe. Maybe. I don't, I know. don't know. Or have they gotten worse? I don't know. Ooh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I think that since I've given, I'm giving you quality movies, that, that you're not giving them what they want. Uh, oh, no. People want to hear boob ratings. And, just and like you getting fr- mad and about freaking out about stupid. Yeah, right, right. Because that's what sells. That's what sells. Oh, man. I'm sorry, so See, now, see now someone just got to get you conditioned that you never know when I'm just going to slip one in. <laughs> And a, or maybe a bad movie. Do it. Do it. Or my penis. Movie. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Patrick. I mean, we're still we're still down for bad movies. And I'm sorry, listeners, if you don't like us enjoying life. <laughs> this is where the audience turns. <laughs> oh shit! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, listeners. They are podcast listeners. They don't tune in to hear people having a good time. Uh, they're podcast listeners. They have no souls. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. You're messing with Patrick's bread and butter. We want endless hours of completely free entertainment. We want it exactly how we want it when we want it. You're a rapist. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. I'm kind of help. Bring on that girl that talks about boobs. Make sure to give her a horrible movie with boobs in it. Enter <laughs> Allison in that, in, that, in that green bikini thing. 
from, from, from Return of the Jedi. <laughs> or was That's it Gold right. Bikini? What was that? I can't think of what she was. The yeah, Gold Bikini. Mm-hmm. Hey, at least I'm Princess Leia, not Jabba the Hutt. That's all I can say. <laughs> no, you're not Princess Leia. You're the dancing girl. The dancing girl gets kicked down the hole. It gets kicked down the hole? Why are I we said saying hole? I said hole. I said hole. <laughs> Why are we saying hole again? Because uh, it's it Jabba's big hole. Like, yeah, not Jabba's big hole. Uh, Let's talk. Now I'm trying to think of what character you're talking about. <laughs> oh, now I'm going to have to go watch it. Google. Okay. Google. What am I, what, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Since we're here. Since we're here. Long before I had this show, I used to listen to Allison and Brian on their show. I'm not here to make friends. What am I, I think one of the first times I wrote in to you guys was because you guys, I don't remember what you were talking about, but the subject of Ace of Base came up. And... Allison's going on about Ace of Base. She's like, I, they were, they were, uh, you remember Ace of Base? They had that song, you know, I don't know. And there was another song that sang, and she, there, was, there was the third song. There was the third song. I can't remember what it is. And I'm on the subway going, oh, she wants us into the baby. Yeah. And she's not listening to me. <laughs> this went on for like four minutes. She's like, what is that song? There's a third song, and the name of it's right on the tip of my tongue. And meanwhile, I'm screaming at this <laughs> my pod friend. She never listens to me. She never listens to me. She never has listened to me. She never will listen to me. And that's why I love her. <laughs> She's always Allison. That's the best thing about it. And 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 back then, Bradford thought you were both gay. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Hey. Hey. Bradford, th- Bradford thinks everybody's gay. It's really that's boring. <laughs> Gender roles mean nothing around here. No, they really know. don't for us. You know. Man, Ace of Base. That's a good, that's the, the band. <laughs> they, 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 they had a bass and they were acing it. Man. They were acing it, man. They were ace of bass. They were like Alba, but not. Okay, we've wrapped. Uh, we're, 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 we're swerving off and I'm fading. We are swerving. Allison and Brian, thank you for getting me through this. No, thank you for having us on and giving us such a fun movie. That was awesome. And You're happy welcome. 12 years. Yeah, happy 12 years. Congratulations. Buddy. You stuck with it longer than we did. <laughs> My podcast is going to start menstruating soon. <laughs> <laughs> Time for your pod mitzvah. <laughs> My pod pond. <laughs> mm. uh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my god, that's the next wave. Podcast you can just insert. <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> Don't knock it till you try it, Brian. Bob. But bonus. That's the same thing I said to Brian. No, Brian Nowacki is what I was going to say. You know what, kids? We're done. I love you both. I'm exhausted. Oh, thank you for having us, Patrick. Thank you You're so much. You're very Patrick. welcome. Thank you for coming back. Have a fabulous summer. Pet the kitties for me. Say hi to Ramona. Yes. Yes, little momo. I give her a little rubber belly and get the fuck off my show. Bye. Freak out. Okay, thank you again to Allison and Brian for coming and joining me for this very special episode of Scream Queens. I couldn't imagine spending it with anybody else. Well, I could, but I didn't, so we just take what we can get. No, I'm just kidding. You know I love you both. You know I love you both. 
Patrick, you left us hanging. What's been going on? Well, before I even get onto the bad stuff, the bad stuff starts with good stuff. So we're going to start there. I got to go with a friend of mine this past Monday to this exhibit that's in New York, an immersive ver- a Vincent van Gogh exhibit. And it's not just here in New York. It's either touring or it's already stationed in other cities all around the country and all around the world. So if this appeals to you, check it out because it's amazing. Well, what's the big deal? It's just a Vincent van Gogh exhibit. No, no, no. It's an immersive Vincent van Gogh experience. What does that mean, Patrick? Well, it means there's lasers and shit, and it's whole high tech, and it's it's beautiful, it's gorgeous, it's moving. There's this whole room where you're just immersed in these paintings that are just happening all around you. We sat there for hours and just soaked it all up, and it was great. And I'm not even a huge art fan or know much about Vincent van Gogh, and I had a great time. Plus, I'm going to tell you right now, if they have the option, pay the extra five bucks and do the virtual reality Vincent van Gogh add-on. You know, it's 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 a standard virtual reality experience. You know, they put the headset on, you know, with the, like the phone inside of it, and you know, you watch this movie that's supposed to be about Vincent Van Gogh. I don't know what the movie was about because everybody was screaming like it was a horror movie, <laughs> myself included. It's supposed to be walking through a day in the life of Vincent Van Gogh, and it starts with him in bed. And when this guy gets out of bed, like it's from it's through his eyes. So it's like you are Vincent Van Gogh. You're being John Malkovich, but you're being Vincent Van Gogh. I thought maybe. That Vincent Van Gogh was really tall based on what happened to this because, like, he kept standing up and we just kept going up and up and up. And I feel like I'm nine feet off the ground. I just checked. Vincent Van Gogh was five foot seven. He's shorter than I was. So this should not be happening. So the perspectives are all wrong. So just him walking around the room going, ah, ah, ah. And he goes to walk down a flight of stairs. And I'm just like, ah, ah. It was great. And we're supposed to, he keeps, he's wandering through all these fields and the forest and there's animals everywhere and every now and then he'll come to one of his paintings and he gets some lecture on his painting nobody heard a fucking thing because we're all just screaming like crazy people because we're getting attacked by virtual cows and chickens that is mostly adorable it was absolutely terrifying and it was great it was totally worth the five bucks the exhibit's fantastic if you're in new york go see it if you can get tickets um I know this time's still available. I don't know how long it's running. And I, like I said, it's either been playing in other cities or it is playing or it's already staged. I don't know. Check it out. Look into it. It might be near you too. So what happened? Well, it turns out my friend's boyfriend is a college professor. And he had an outbreak of COVID in his classroom. We found out on Tuesday night. I hung out with both of them that night. We hugged. We had dinner. We weren't wearing masks when we had dinner. I'd been exposed to COVID directly. So I've spent the whole week waiting for my PCR tests, and they've come back, and they're negative. And that should be a huge relief, but I'm, I'm so, so exhausted. I can't even enjoy the relief of it all. And it's depressing. Although it's good to see that the uh, vaccinations are working because the college professor, my friend and myself, we've all been vaccinated, so we didn't catch anything. Other people in that classroom who were not vaccinated did catch something. So... Take from that what you will. No, don't take from that what you will. No, it shows that the vaccinations work, contact tracing works, social distancing works, and masking works, period. The next day, before I got the news about the COVID exposure, I had tickets to see Mary, my, uh, the Merry Wives of Windsor at Shakespeare in the Park, and that's always a big deal. The tickets are very hard to get because they're free. Even in regular summers, they're very hard to get. And the fact that I got them was awesome, except it got shut down. Why? Plus of COVID. There was a breakout in the cast. That's two in two days. One direct exposure and one possible bad situation that I avoided because I actually just was worn out and I gave the tickets to somebody else 
Oops. Well, actually, the show didn't happen that night because it was canceled, but not the point right now. But I'm just saying it's not over, kids. It's not over. Continue to protect yourself. Get yourself vaccinated. Stop fucking around if you have it. Just do it. Now, I know that not all of you can get it because of medical reasons, you know, legitimate medical reasons. I'm not talking to you right now. I'm not talking to you right now. It's our job to protect you, and we can't do that unless everybody steps up. So just get off the pot and take the shot. Oh, I made a rhyme. This fall is looking miserable, and I always hate to leave you guys at the end of the season. I need this time off because let's just say doing the extra month, because I thought going an extra month, we get to do the anniversary show. It'll be fun. It hasn't been fun. I've been exhausted. I mean, doing the extra work on the show has been hard, but life has been throwing shit at me, and it's been difficult. And even if it's not, I forgot how fucking hot it is in July in New York to try to podcast with no air conditioning on. I am a little ball of sweat right now. No, I am a big stinking ball of sweat right now, and it's gross. And it's gross. I should have stopped the show back in June, but I didn't because I wanted to be here today, and here I am. You're welcome. But Mama is burnt out. Mama is burnt out on the show. Mama is burnt out on life. Mama needs this month off more than anything. But still, I feel the same way that I did last year. I'm like, gosh, I feel like we're on a precipice again. Like it's things. I feel like things are going to get real bad over the fall, and things are going to be very different in the world when I come back in September. So that's why I just want you to take the best care of yourself that you possibly can. And by taking care of yourself, you're taking care of those around you. And what's more Scream Queens than that, right? I don't know. So before I go, I want to say thank you to one of my partners in crime, the disco dancing, roller skating, ninja maneuvering, hot dog swallowing, beaver cleaving folks over at Captivate FM. Captivate FM is the only podcast host that actually cares about your podcast growth. They're looking to make your podcast grow. Just this month, they have a new feature called Captivate Labs, which is awesome. It's a whole series of classes that you can take through Captivate that help your podcast grow on a number of different subjects that if you took them anywhere else, they'd be $100, $200, $300 each for one of these classes, but they're included in the price of Captivate FM. Yeah. Yeah, and on top of that, Captivate makes podcasting so darn easy. I just upload the show, do my show notes, and it's done. I used to wrestle so much with WordPress and all these ridiculous plugins, but it's all there in Captivate. It's already fine-tuned to each other. I don't have to worry about lockups or or you know apps not interacting properly. No, it's all done for me already, and it's a beautiful, wonderful, restful place to be, which is something I really need right now. And if you're a stressed-out podcaster, it might be worth you checking out as well. And if you would like to check it out, you can get a seven-day free trial of Captivate FM by going to www.screamqueens.com slash Captivate. Do it. It's awesome, and it'll make you smell good. So even though the main show is going on rest, things will still be cracking over at Patreon.com. Patreon.com is where you become a supporter of the show by pledging you know, a $2, $3, $5, $7, $10 a month. And for that, you get benefits. You get to unlock all kinds of premium content that's exclusive to the Patreon feed. Things like The Final Reel, where I tell you what I've been watching that I'm not going to be talking about on the show anytime soon, and what I've been seeing in the theaters. I just dropped a review of Escape Room, colon, Tournaments of Champions, and my patrons had it on Friday morning, the day it released. So they knew whether or not to waste their money on it or to wait for video or to skip it completely. If things hadn't gotten fucked up last week, they would have gotten a review of old. 
on Friday morning, but they'll be getting one in a day or two. So how about them apples? And and one of the other great things is you get access to Damn You, Uncle Lewis. Damn You, Uncle Lewis is our Friday the 13th, the series retrospective podcast. And hey, patrons, guess what? This Thursday, we're going live again. Yeah, we're going to be wrapping up that two-part episode talking about the quilt of Hawthorne where Mickey and Ryan have to go undercover in that weird religious community to try to get back that quilt that causes nightmares that will kill you. We're going to wrap up part two of that. But you got to be a patron to get the information, to get the link, to come watch the show or then hear the show when it comes out on audio. So patrons, check your inbox. And for the rest of you, if you'd like to become a patron, head on over to www.patreon.com slash screamqueens and join the fun over there. We're waiting for you. Also, what's not going away is the Scream Queens driving. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been having so much fun over there. Uh, we're going down to an every other week schedule for August and possibly forever. Yeah, I've been hosting these watch parties. On Sunday nights, I've been playing my, I've been toning my horror hosting skills. I want to get a job at a bar here in New York hosting a horror movie night. And I'm testing things out here. So please come hang out with us. We have a great little regular group. We have tons of fun. This Sunday night, we're going to be showing Psycho Gorman at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And to join the fun, it's 100% free. Come to www.screamqueens.com slash drive-in. And hey, if this is your first time on the show, hi. Sorry we're going on break right now, but I hope you enjoyed yourself. So if you did... Hit that follow button on the podcatcher of your choice. Become a regular listener. It's totally free, and it's totally cool. And you know what? So are you, but you'd be a lot cooler if you're following the show. If you enjoyed yourself, and this goes for everybody, please let people know about the show. My best word of mouth is you. Share it with someone you love. And if you didn't like it, share it with someone you don't love. Share it with someone who sucks. Inflict this show upon them. You can find me on Facebook by doing a search on Scream Queens, where horror gets gay. I'm on Instagram at Scream Queens Podcast, and I am not on Twitter much anymore. I'm not on Twitter much anymore. I'm not going to go into how we got doxxed about a year ago. Yeah, Fox News doxxed one of my guests, and they traced everything back to the show, and so my Twitter feed was just filth for months and months and months, so I don't much use it anymore. But you can follow me over there on Scream Queens if you really want to. Maybe it'll come back someday. Maybe it won't. Who knows? Who cares? Because you know what? I'm on vacation. I'm on vacation. I'm going on vacation. Oh, I almost forgot. Another announcement on Saturday, August 14th. I'm going to be taking over. Groovy Doob's driving a silent. I'm going to be hosting their double feature. Yeah, we're going to be watching. Well, you know what? That's not set yet. But, hey, I'll keep, a, keep an eye on all that social media feed, and I'll keep you posted on when things are going to go down. And it is with a genuinely heavy heart. I bid adieu to you for the rest of the summer. Please, 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 I cannot stress this enough. Take care of yourself because I want to see you in September. See you when the summer's through. And how do I do that, Patrick? Well, it's pretty simple. All you got to do is follow the Scream Queen's golden rule. Say it with me. Last time, this season, fight or flight, survive the night, make it to the final reel, wear a fucking mask, wash your fucking hands, get the fucking shot, keep your fucking distance, and don't forget for one second how much I love you. But how much is that, Patrick? A lot. A whole lot.